You're listening to the It's Not Your Diary podcast, and I'm your host, Ty. Here, we combine faith, tough topics, and journaling to maintain our wellness through life's everyday struggles and to reach generational healing. So get ready for some deep, eye-opening conversations and get ready to take notes. Remember, it's not your diary because what we journal about affects the generations to come. What are you leaving for the generations that come after you? Don't know? Well, let me help you. Just grab a pen, your diary, or a journal, and let's get into the show. What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? diary? Hey, welcome back to another bonus episode. I hope y'all are doing great. Um, I know I'm back so soon again. The bonuses are coming like back to back, but I wanted to say thank you to all of our new listeners. We just always are getting new listeners and I'm just so appreciative. So shout out to all our listeners in Oregon, West Virginia, the UK, France, India, Canada, and the Netherlands. I just want to say thank you to all of our new listeners. I hope y'all are enjoying the podcast and journaling. If you're new, make sure you are subscribed for our weekly journal prompts. Um, you can go to itsnotyourdiary.com backslash subscribe and come on in and journal with us. Our community is actually launching June 1st. If you subscribe, you'll be getting more info about that. So we have a lot of new things happening since our community is growing. Uh, We actually get to meet soon, so that's exciting. I hope the community will be a blessing to you, and I hope we can just continue to grow together, heal together, journal together, and all those amazing things. And for this episode, I actually want to talk about something that I had started to realize within myself, and I was trying to understand, like, what was going on. Y'all know, like, When it comes to me, I'm always trying to be self-aware of like what's going on so then I understand it and that helps me just process what's going on in my life and how I'm feeling and all that stuff. One of the episodes I did a little while ago was about emotions and so recently I had somebody close to me like come to me and just share like how they were feeling and it was so crazy because when people share their feelings, like it's not necessarily their responsibility to worry about like how we take it. So then when this person was sharing with me how they were feeling, I was like, wow, you know, you speaking your truth. This is something that I prayed about. This is what I needed. But because it didn't come packaged the way I thought it should, because it wasn't what I necessarily wanted to hear, and because it was something that like I felt already, like this is how I felt like this is probably how you felt. But now that you're actually saying it and being honest about it, it's like, it's, it's kind of hard to accept. But also... I was thinking about how it literally made me. I started to feel like I cannot ignore how what you just told me makes me feel. But you know what? In this moment, I'm going to allow you to express yourself. And I'm not going to bring up my feelings in this moment. And then what I was starting to realize is that after weeks were going by, after you know I had talked to this person and we um, were talking everything out and trying to work through 
our relationship, I realized that I started to feel like a sense of shame, I would say. In my mind, I was thinking like, you know, why would you wait so long to tell me this? Why and how didn't I see it? And it was like I was getting on myself. Like, why wasn't I trusting myself? Why wasn't I trusting my own discernment? Why didn't I trust my feelings in this? Like, I already knew this in my heart. Like, I literally already knew what they just confirmed with their words. And because I already knew, I I started to feel like so much shame and fear, but I didn't necessarily pinpoint it as either of those. I just thought like, these were my feelings that I have towards what you just said to me. And that kind of took me back to the eight things that we search for all our lives. And one of them being emotional freedom. And so today I really wanted to talk about what emotional freedom is. And how it can just hold us back so much in life. And for those of you who don't know what emotional freedom is, it means increasing your awareness by creating positive emotions and compassionately recognizing and transforming negative emotions. What that means is negative emotions like guilt, shame, anxiety, these emotions are what a lot of people would call like emotional bullies. So these emotions are coming in to literally steal everything that could be in us because the guilt holds us back, because the shame hinders us, because the anxiety um, cripples us. Like Because these things can do so much damage and we don't necessarily always recognize them, And like for me, I literally didn't recognize them. These are emotional bullies. Like sometimes these emotional bullies come in to take away from who we could be. And we start to allow them to hold us back. And and in a sense, we start to avoid them. So if it was so crazy, like how it just snuck into my life and I didn't realize it, I didn't even pinpoint it as shame or fear. I didn't even realize that until I was in therapy and she's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like you, you're trying to control. And that word control came back in. She was explaining how, how my control was manifesting itself as fear now. And y'all know this is something that I've struggled with for so long. And like getting over the fact that like in my mind, I know that I don't want to control my life. I don't want to control people. I don't want to control things. I don't want to control anything. God, you know, take the control. But then it was crazy to find out that because naturally I am a control girl and I am a control freak, naturally my body's response was fear. It was a person expressing themselves to me and what they were saying made me very fearful in a sense. It made me doubt myself. It made me feel a little stressed out in a sense, but I didn't know that this was literally control manifesting itself now in this shame, you know, is me now beating myself up because I didn't have control. And and I didn't even realize that. And you see how crazy it is, how, like we talked about in the last episode, getting to the root, like what's causing this? 
once she said that, it was like, okay, well, now this means if this control is coming back in, like, that means there's another level of healing that, like, now I have to go on. And I actually found this quote in a book I was reading. The author is Peter Bragging, but the quote is, our most painful emotions have nothing to do with reality, who we really are, or with how we should act. And what was, it was easier for me to realize how I was acting, but I didn't connect the fact that I was acting differently because I was afraid. I was acting differently because I had this shame. I was acting differently because of my emotions, because of how I felt about a particular situation and understanding that no matter how hard the emotion is, no matter how much somebody might hurt you through what they're saying, even if what they're saying is the truth and it hurts, that these emotions should not change how we act. And the hard part is that sometimes we don't recognize the emotions. We don't recognize how our emotions are affecting our reality. We don't recognize how the guilt or the worry, how it's really affecting who we are. Like we start to think that's who we are. Like I said before, it becomes a part of who we are and we don't want to get to that place. Like that's the problem. The problem is we get so comfortable with where we are. We don't even recognize that, oh, this is control. This this fear that I have and I'm saying that I'm so fearful, fearful and afraid. I know that God didn't give me this. And it was crazy because I was talking to the therapist and I'm like, well, I don't know how to how to get rid of it. Like, like, but I've been here before. And so that's what I was telling her. Like, I've been in this place before and I've had to heal when I was in this place before when when I when I felt like this before, like it was something that I had to work through. And now to be back in this place is so frustrating for me because like I did so much work to get out of this place. And like the crazy thing is, it was like her saying it's a part of the process. You're, you might be back in this same place again after you heal. You just you never know how things will affect you. But if this is naturally in you. Now you know, now you can be aware. And I was just so thankful that she said that because I'm like, okay. So it's okay to have these painful emotions. Even though they hurt, even though we try to avoid them, even though I don't want to feel the guilt, the shame, or the anxiety, even though I don't want any of this, it's okay. And that's when it hit me like, okay, well, first, I got to be able to recognize this. So that's the first thing we have to do. If you are in a place where you you have realized that you might have guilt or shame or worry or humiliation or distress, or you felt like you've done something wrong, or you know you've done something wrong, and you feel foolish, or you feel this, you know, intense and worry or fear or the stress and discouragement, like the first thing to do is to recognize that we have it, recognize that. This is what I'm dealing with right now, and it's okay. First, let's accept where we are. Let's accept that 
this is what I did. This is what I didn't do. This is what hurt me. And this is how it's making me feel. Like these are my emotions and these emotions hurt. They feel, they feel very painful and I don't want to deal with them, but I know I have to deal with them. So first, let me at least acknowledge, let me at least acknowledge what I'm feeling because at the end of the day, We don't want to be allowing our emotions to hold us back. Regardless of how painful it is, you want to continue to live your life because emotional freedom is literally one thing that people search for and they don't know how to get it. And I'm literally giving you the blueprint of how to get it. You don't have to continue to search. The first thing you have to do is recognize that is there though. You have to recognize the pain, recognize that you might be avoiding it or just or just have the self-awareness like, oh wow, this is what it is. Regardless of, you know, if you want to deal with it, if you don't want to deal with it, first you got to recognize that it's there. Recognize how your emotions are running you. Recognize exactly what emotion you're feeling. So then we can go forward and attack. Because the second thing that we have to do is after we recognize the emotions, we now have to learn how to own the behavior, whatever our behavior was, and reject the negative feeling. So you just told me this, so I'm going to own my behavior in this situation, but any negative feelings that come with it, I'm going to reject them. And that's what I didn't do. So I was owning my behavior in the situation. I was owning my part, but I was also letting a negative feeling affect how I'm now navigating in this relationship. And honestly, I had no control over my response. And sometimes that that is where we are. It was like, first, I didn't even know what was going on. But then I'm letting the negative feelings affect how I'm treating this person. Like, like these feelings shouldn't be affecting how I'm navigating. And that was my problem. And I needed that awareness. I needed to understand, like, no, you're acting like this because of how you feel. And that's not right. Because what that's going to do is affect who you are, but that's not who you are. And it also goes back to knowing who you are, knowing who God says you are. And so how how do we learn to own our behavior and reject the negative feelings? Well, we have to make sure we're wearing our belt of truth every day. You know, find scripture that tells you the truth. Read devotionals that are speaking truth into your situation, whatever that may be. Like if it's fear, there are devotionals. If it's Fear, you know, look up fear in the back of your Bible and find scriptures and read all of them if you need to. And if you're having a hard time even reading, we do these types of things together in the community and through email. We're sending out emails. We're doing a Bible study right now together. So make sure like this is why it's important to make sure you are subscribed and surrounded by people who want to see you. Um, whole, who want to support you in your healing, who can help you on the days that you just feel like the fear is taking over. So that's like so important. If you don't do anything else for step two, make sure you get around people who have the same goals as you, who have the same mentality as you, or who are working towards healing. And there's actually a scripture, 
Psalms 34, 5. And now look, this scripture says, and this is one that I found for myself. It says, those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. So it's like I'm literally unconsciously letting the enemy speak lies to me about about why I should be feeling this shame, about why I shouldn't be able to forgive myself, about how wrong I am or or how dumb I might be for not not trusting my um discernment, not trusting myself. And like that's just that's all a lie. But then if I keep allowing that to multiply and to have children in my mind, if I keep allowing those negative thoughts to gather and to create more negative thoughts, what am I creating? Like, what am I creating in this relationship with this person? What does my fruit start to look like when I'm allowing negativity to continue to manifest in me, in my mind? Then, then what? Then what does that look like? What does it look like for my relationships? What does it look like for myself, for my mental health? So we always have to make sure we learn how to own our behavior, but still not allow those negative feelings to come in. We literally have to reject them as soon as they come up. And sometimes it's hard because we don't recognize. And the last thing that we want to make sure we do is to fill ourselves with love, with God's love, making sure we are aware, making sure we are wearing our belt of truth and making sure we're constantly walking in purpose, our purpose path, making sure we are aligned with the path that God has set out for us. Because once we do that, then we don't go weeks and months and years not recognizing. It took me a full month to really recognize that my emotions were getting the best of me. But imagine if it would have taken me years, how much damage could that have done to our relationship? How could we have even came back from that? If I don't have the self-awareness, I could damage a relationship or I could hurt someone else or I could, you know, hurt people, hurt people. So when we don't recognize that we have to heal, we might go take everything that we're feeling and put on someone else. But that's not who we are. And we have to stop taking because someone hurt you. That doesn't mean just because your your pain is so massive because you're hurting that you have to go hurt other people. That means that you need a community that can support you in the pain exactly where you are. You need people who will surround you and pray for you. You don't need to go multiply everything that you're feeling and take it out on the world intentionally or unintentionally. And that's why it's good to also go to therapy and be able to talk through what you're going through because it can just be so hard to even recognize when you're allowing your emotions to control you. One very, very powerful way that you're able to fill yourself with all those things that you need is through prayer. And it's like uh, the simple prayers that I always talk about. You can literally just be honest with the Lord. Like I gave y'all this scripture. So if you just were to say, Lord, I know that your word says that those who look to you are radiant and that our faces are never covered with shame. But Lord, if I'm being honest right now, I feel like I have so much shame. 
I feel like I can't forgive myself. And let just be honest and open with him. And this is where it comes. This is a different level of healing. Like God is a healer. And when we bring him our emotions for him to heal those, like I was just in therapy saying, like, I don't know how I could get over this. Like, it's not that I'm trying to hold on to it. It must just be a part of me because I've done this before. I've, I've healed from this before. I've gotten through this before. But why now when I think about doing it, like I don't have the power because I'm not the powerful one. That's what God's job is. That is why we pray to him. That's why we pray these types of prayers. Just being honest with him, asking him to cast out the shame that we're feeling and making sure we pray all these things in Jesus name because we know who he is. We know that he's a healer. Like that is what we know. So even when we are feeling like, well, God, I have all this pain, like just be honest, literally just be honest. And if you can't pray, guess what? Share it with somebody else. Share what you're going through with somebody else. Get in the community, get around people who will pray for you. If you are down and out and you can't pray, like literally that's what we're here for. That is why. God wants us to be in community. That's why he doesn't want us to be alone. Because when we are alone, the enemy can literally tell us so many lies, like so many. But you have people that want to be there for you. And always remember that. And I say always remember that because sometimes we forget that our healing is going to be our responsibility, like no matter what. No matter what happens, no matter how old I get, no matter how young I am, if I want to heal is my responsibility. And that means if I want to heal from this same thing that I feel like I've already healed from and I got, now I got to do it again, like that's still my responsibility? Yes. And the hardest thing is healing from the same thing again because you know what you need to do, but you don't know how to do it all the time because it might it might take a different level of healing. It might take me sharing it with three people so they can also pray for me. It might take me also going to therapy. It might take me talking about this thing in therapy for a whole year. But guess what? You have to do it if you want to live an emotionally free life. You don't want to live a mediocre life. You want to experience all that God has for your life, not just not not just some of it. Oh, I know he's a great God, but I'm not going to pray for the fact that I feel shame. No, pray. And if you can't pray, tell somebody else. They'll pray for you. Ask them to pray with you. Ask them to pray for your strength to pray. Like when it comes to healing, we look at it as like black and white, but they're so that the color spectrum is large. You know, we can mix two colors together and get another level of healing. So the main thing that we have to do when it comes to healing is to really be able to to recognize and to keep healing. Because it's like you think you want to heal. You think that's what you want to do until you realize how hard it is. Until you realize how much it hurts to open up, to, to take the bandage off of the wound. Because... You've been wrapped, it's been wrapped up so long that you kind of forgotten it was there. But when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, to take the bandage off, to walk in 
figuring out why we have the emotions that we have, why we need the control that we need. And a lot of my control, honestly, comes from the fact that I was molested, the fact that I, I didn't necessarily know that I needed a level of control until I got older. And then I just tried to control everything. Like, you know, I'll never be in a situation where I don't have control and I don't know that I needed control. And because I was so young now that I'm older, it's like, that is my default every time. And I didn't even know it, you know, and these are the types of things that you go to therapy for. You work through these types of things in there. You get to the bottom, you get to the roots and you pull them up. But that doesn't mean that you won't have to do it again. That doesn't mean that the process is done. Like, oh yeah, I've healed from this. I'll never be hurt like this again. I'll never allow this hurt in my life again. Never say never because again, God's plan, want to make sure we're walking on the right path and we want to make sure we're always on that path. But we also have to be ready for whatever we come up against on that path. No matter how hard it is, no matter how uncomfortable it is, You know, if it was easy, let me tell y'all, if healing was easy, if if finding wholeness was easy, if finding purpose, living in purpose, walking in purpose, if it was all easy, everybody in the world would be doing it. So many people are like on Instagram and TikTok and all these things. It's easy. It's literally easy to just be scrolling and enjoying yourself. But what happens when I challenge myself? to do something that I absolutely don't enjoy, that's going to better me, that's going to push me? What happens when I surround myself with people who are going to push me to be uncomfortable and to heal? What's going to happen then? What will your life look like then? What what does wholeness and, and healing, what does it look like for you then? What does it look like for your family then? You don't have kids yet. What does a whole you, a healed you, what does that look like for your family, for your um, spouse someday. What does it look like? Emotional freedom is one of the most important aspects of wholeness in life and also in our faith. And sometimes I think we take it for granted. We don't even recognize when we're living in an emotional prison, when we're allowing our emotions to control us. We should be able to freely control our emotions. And if we can't, even to recognize, wow, I didn't even know I wasn't in control of that situation. I didn't even notice that I was allowing my emotions to run every aspect of who I am. I didn't even know that my emotions weren't a part of my reality. Like, it's so important. It's so important to living a fulfilled life. And it's it's hard sometimes to face what's hurtful. But guess what? You will thank. Your whatever age you are now, 10 years from now, you will thank yourself because right now I'm so thankful. So, so thankful. And y'all, I talk about it all the time. Like me choosing to go hard for my relationship with God was the best thing that I had ever done because the amount of peace, just let's just talk about the peace. So if I can also allow him to come in and help me when it comes to my emotional freedom, to help me, to to help uproot anything in me that is not like him. When you allow him to do that, the person that you become is just a different level. Like 
in every aspect of life, you're going to be on a different level. When you heal, you are elevated to a different level. It's not, it's not what you think it is. But guess what? You deserve that level and you deserve higher level. My birthday was just like a week ago. And the thing that I'm most grateful for are the levels that I've been able to grow. I literally didn't even care. Like it got to the point where I didn't even care about my birthday because I'm just like, wow, I'm just so appreciative for the levels that God has allowed me to grow for, for the amount of times that I was given to choose to be uncomfortable and then the amount of times I actually chose to be uncomfortable because if I didn't where would I be if I didn't heal where would I be I would not be married right now if I didn't choose to heal I wouldn't and so when we realize how how us healing will affect every aspect of our lives that is when we appreciate the process of healing, no matter how hard it is, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how many wounds we got to take the band-aids off of. Like You start to live with a new perspective about everything. And you deserve that. You deserve a new perspective on life because the perspective that you have has been holding you back from the blessings that God has for you. And it's time to stop allowing the enemy to get in between our blessings and our purpose and the path that God has created for us. So I do want to recap the three points. Point number one, when it comes to achieving emotional freedom, we need to recognize what's holding us back. Recognize the emotional bullies. Point number two, Learn how to own our behaviors and learn how to reject the negative feelings. And point number three, fill yourself with love, awareness, God's truth, and purpose for your life. And then for our journal assignment, I really want you to take the time to imagine yourself without any emotional bullies, no matter what that is, whether it's guilt, worry, fear, stress. So just imagine yourself a stress-free you. No fears, no worries, no guilt. Imagine who is that person and write that down. So while you're imagining yourself with no emotional bullies, who are you? Who does God say that person is? Because that's the person that you need to be working every day to become, no matter what it takes. No matter how uncomfortable, no matter how much pain, no matter how many wounds you got to take the Band-Aid off of, no matter how bad it hurts, you deserve to become that person. And you owe yourself that. You owe yourself to become that best version of who you are without everything that's hindering you. And write out who that person is. Write to that person. Tell that person what they need to do. Tell you know exactly what that person needs in the darkest moments. You know, and you need to pray for that person. Pray that God allows you to become that person. Remove whatever it is holding you back from becoming that person. Because when I tell you that that person, that's going to be the one. 
that version of yourself without the neck the negative mind state without the the enemy's lies that person that person deserves the best and that wraps up this episode don't forget to leave us a review and i will talk to y'all on the next bonus bye